Today, we break down everything that happened this past week in the NFL, including a historic offensive performance by the Miami Dolphins. All that and much more on this week's episode of the Beerly Football Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Beerly Football Podcast. It's about football and Beerly. I'm your host, Zachary Smith. Joining me as always are my two very good friends, one of which has a bit of a QB controversy going on in his football team. Kerry, how are the Patriots doing? We beat the Jets. Yay. We beat Zach Wilson. We still own the Jets. <laughs> that is true. Doesn't, that is true. Should that, even, should that even count as a win, beating Zach Wilson? Like, that's, It was close, too, man. It was yeah, really close. Yeah, that's part. <laughs> I don't know. Win's a win, is I guess. Is there really a quarterback controversy there? There should no. be. Will Greer, baby. Hey, it's zappy time, always. I heard that Will Greer has all the uh, secrets for... Dallas. Who do they play this week? Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. I feel like it's the only reason they signed him. Because they knew Will Greer had been there. Classic Bill. Classic Bill trying to yeah. steal... Yeah, <laughs> trying to steal signals. Watching practices. He would never He's do like, that. I'm not allowed to, like, actually go to the practices and videotape them anymore. I'm just going to pick up a guy that was on their team for several weeks. Just going to find somebody from the practice squad every week. I feel like if you think about it, it's, like, kind of risky for NFL teams to, like, cut players during the season because you realize, like, they know your playbook, and then team could immediately Especially sign them. That's quarterbacks. Yeah. Especially quarterbacks. So I guess it doesn't happen that often, but still, like. Yeah. No. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and then the other man on the podcast is a man who is way too overly confident in himself, and that is Mr. Trescott. How are we doing tonight? First of all, there's <laughs> no such thing as overconfidence. There is. You, you're the embodiment of it, actually. Did the Bucks win by 40, Trevor? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close, brother. But I'm here to drink my sorrows away and talk some ball, so... But before we get into the ball, beer, drinks, what are we drinking tonight? Trevor, actually drinking beer for like the first time in months? Yeah, man. Actually, tonight I'm just having water. So uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I think from that variety pack that I've been drinking and like all the Golden Road brewing that I've been having, I never had the OG, I don't think, which is just the regular mango cart. Mm-hmm. My roommate said it's good. I don't really like mangoes like that. I like dried mangoes, and this is like wet mangoes, so it's like the opposite. So. Alrighty. Interesting. What are you drinking, Gary? Uh, can you guys guess what I'm drinking? I'm drinking a beer, like, but beer. it's Bud Light. It is, it is the worst packaging of any beer in the history of the world. Bud Light. The worst what? The worst packaging in the history of any beer. Bud Light. No. Exactly. Like, no. Cores. Like the wrapping. I, I don't know. Modelo. I hate this Whoa, stupid. What? Stuff. What? It's so annoying. That's what? wild. That's so crazy. Dude, I, love I love I love Modelo, but I will rarely get Modelo because it's so annoying with this stupid gold foil. No. That's no. That's amazing. Uh, that's the best part of Modelo. You hate what tasting the foil if you leave one in there? Yeah, I'd rather not does. have foil in my beer. I bet he does hate puppies. And rainbows. 
and smiles and laughing children. I bet he hates them all. I bet, yeah. Maybe. I bet he wants like death to all those things. Modelo might be like a top three beer for me if the stupid foil wasn't here. That's honestly. such a crazy thing to say. It's a great thing to say. <laughs> the, the views of Gary Dempsey do not necessarily reflect that of the Beer Leaf Podcast Network. I yeah, mean, that's just like another. That should, be, uh, that should be well known at this point, but just to reiterate, that's a very on take uh, take for Kerry, like on a on par take. take for, yeah, yeah, not great takes. Terrible for this season. Bro, but that was a good one. Wait, wait and see. The losing streak's over. Baby. I gotta give some flowers right now, Zach. You are the person who originally put me on Modellos, so. I think yeah. me too. Yeah. Props to Zach. They're, They're good, great. Man. great They're really, really good. Zach was always the Modelo guy. He used to have them in the fridge at FGCU. And Do you remember so the, the weekend bottles. I turned 21? How much beer we had in the fridge? Yeah, man. They're, we, spent they're actually like, we spent like $100 just on beer. It's a normal like everything and tried it all. Um, they're actually... They're so on tonight, sale. Tonight. tonight, to celebrate, this is the first podcast, technically, of the fall. So to celebrate. Is it, is it fall? Yeah. First day of fall was this past week. There's no fall in Florida, bud. Anyway, I'm having a handcrafted Atlanta hard cider company, Crisp Apple. That's good. That looks beautiful. So I'm having that tonight. But to give you guys a sneak peek about what I'm having next week, because next week will be the first podcast of October. There we go. So just a sneak peek of uh, what I'm going to be having next week. I'm really excited about that. Let me tell you guys. I so, love October. Now that we've talked about our drinks, we talked about what we're drinking tonight, let's get into some college football before we go on to the pro game. Uh, obviously, probably the biggest story in college football this week was Colorado and Deion Sanders getting absolutely powerbombed on national television by the Oregon Ducks. Uh, Trevor, you're shaking your head there. It sounds like you have something you want to say. I told Carrie every day. Carrie likes betting. Carrie loves betting. I told Carrie every day for like five days straight, take Shadur Sanders under. This brother thought he was going to get 336 yards. But, it was yeah, man. discounted at 300. Still took it. Still oh, man. I just uh, – you could have saw that coming from a mile away. Without Travis Hunter, they didn't stand a chance. If Travis Hunter would have been there and been healthy, they probably they would have scored seven, what, probably. seven more points? I mean, he would at least get more competitive. He's one of the best players in the country. But, he, would have made it, he would not have made a difference in that game. Yes, he would. What are you talking about? That's why. He's a wide receiver one in their corner one. They were going to blow him out regardless if he's playing. They were going to beat him regardless, but Travis yeah. Hunter would have made a difference. That was college football. He's a great player. There's five Travis Hunters on that team. They still would have lost by double digits. No way. No, I just that's a wild take. Travis Hunter is hard, dude, and he's a sophomore, I think. Colorado's – they went from a good underdog story – so just the medium making them the most annoying team in football. I feel like everybody rooted for Colorado, but then the media has decided, oh, we're going to make them the greatest team, and we're going to talk about them 24-7. Just like what the media is doing with a certain singer and a certain tight end right now everywhere. I hate the um, media. What were we just talking about? Colorado. Oh, yeah, the media. 
Um, did you see Skip Bayless when he tweeted yes. like, is Colorado Black America's team or something? Is Deion Sanders Black America's team? That old man needs to go somewhere. The views must be low. Barely football has taken all of his views. <laughs> so he's got to tweet some nut shit. Keep do it up, think, though. It's entertaining. Do you think USC is going to blow them out this week, too? Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Probably. Travis Hunter's not back for another week and a half, right? It sounded like he wanted to play, but Deion said no, focus on getting Deion's keeping him out three weeks, and that's the smart thing to do, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. Because then you also have another excuse when you lose these next three games. Oh, we didn't have our best player. But also, one thing I wanted to bring up, which is not getting very much attention, they're going to play USC, and for the past week and a half, we've heard a lot about that story where Deion said is not going to the draft this year because he's not a number two, he's a number one. And Caleb Williams is probably so he like he obviously thinks that he's on par with Caleb Williams or not very far behind. But if we see out of Colorado what we saw out of Colorado last Saturday, yeah, pack it up, College Station. You know, Colorado's cool. You can smoke weed there. They got mountains. So the girls are pretty. But let's just let's let's lock back into real college football. Colorado's cool though. They'll win seven, eight, maybe nine games. But yeah, they got a cool little team. But yeah, we, we had to pump the brakes. It was fun while it lasted. Deion Sanders, cool though. So it's a fun story. It's fun to I keep don't up think, with. I don't think Sanders is a top three quarterback in the draft this year. Maybe uh, next, I think next year. I think it's tough to determine. Um, I mean, when you watch him those first three weeks, or yeah, first three weeks, I mean, he's making all the right decisions. I mean, obviously, th- there's going to be a lot of hangups when you don't have. You don't necessarily have the talent or the the guys at certain key positions on the football field. Like, obviously, offensive line and defensive line are two things that they just don't have right now. So it's tough to make a quarterback look great if you don't have a great offensive line. It's tough. I, to think, he, I think definitely, though, if he stays another year, he could be a very high pick next year in 2025. I agree. Because, I mean, everything I've seen from him this year, um, outside of the uh, the Oregon game, I mean, he's making good reads. He's able to extend plays with his feet. He's not a He's got a good arm. He's got a great arm. And he, really does. he doesn't force – he doesn't like to force passes. He makes smart decisions. Um, and the one thing I love about it is when he gets out of the pocket, you see a lot of these athletic quarterbacks, and the problem is when they get out of the pocket, their immediate instinct is to run the ball. And his first instinct is, I'm going to throw the ball before I have to run. Mm-hmm. Which is what you want to see out of, out, of a, out of a guy that can extend the play like he can. Yeah, he, he really does have a good arm. He's got good size. He's 6'2", 215. And he's only 21 years old. I mean, I like what – and uh, even the Oregon game. Like, he didn't throw for a lot of yards. He wasn't super effective. He never got any momentum. I'm pretty sure that he threw for 70% still completions i mean like his arm is is just fine like that was probably that was a lot of garbage time so yeah they didn't get anything rolling so he wasn't gonna stack anything but he threw a he's a quarterback they got waxed so he still threw 70 percent take a win i like him as a quarterback just not this year do you know who's my favorite quarterback now sam hartman who had never watched who had never watched before I never watched Washington before. Michael oh, Penix. Michael Penix. He's the best deep ball. 
If he can stay healthy, he's going to be a great quarterback in the NFL. He's been amazing this year. And if I'm the Patriots, I would shoot Mac Jones on the site to get him. (laughs) (laughs) But that also the big game of your two hated teams. Pretty boring game. What do you think of the Ohio State-Notre Dame game? I mean, yeah, I mean, it was – I mean, I wouldn't even really call it a boring game. It's just – Good it wasn't exciting to last quarter. It wasn't. I mean, depends on what you find exciting. Not that. Kerry doesn't like defense. Kerry wants every game to look like the Miami Dolphins playing right. Miami Dolphins, if seventy-three best, to seventy. He wants you to the look best, like basketball scores. That's what he if wants. If you're the best receiver in college football, you should probably get him a few more targets. Did honestly. he get diagnosed? Uh, he came back and finished the game after the injury. So. Oh. So he's not out No. I didn't get to watch that game, but I just I heard about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, so that's been an issue with the play calling for Ohio State all year is that they haven't been getting the ball to him. Like, that's been a constant thing. It's like, well, you have this guy who's going to be a pretty big, pretty high draft pick, and you're just not giving him the ball, which is kind of wild, so... I heard a uh, NFL scout say that his ce- his floor is T Higgins and his ceiling is Calvin Johnson. So pretty high. Zach, do you think Notre Dame will bounce back this week against Duke? Duke, the highest I think they've ever been ranked. Whoa! No way, that's not true. Think? They're pretty high up. How? What are they at? Like fifteen. They're something. not at like fifteen, are they? Before. Yeah, they are. Bro, what? They had, what was his name? Who's that quarterback right. they had? And they were good. Right. Like five yeah. years ago. Daniel maybe. Jones? <laughs> was it Daniel Jones? He was their quarterback like five years yeah. ago. I'm thinking of Riley, Riley Leonard is a new Daniel Jones. Oh, Syracuse. Yeah, I'm thinking of Daniel Jones. They were good when Daniel Jones was there. They might have been in the top ten. Really? Yeah. I think they're like 15 or 16 they're right 17. now. They're 17. Seventeen. Yeah. Wait. Oh yeah, it came out. Like college, it's called college, college game days. College game days at Duke for the first time ever this week. Mm. That's cool. Interesting. I don't know how they jumped Miami because we have a top twenty-five win. But. I think they've been ahead of Miami. What is Florida? Uh, at? Like, like twenty-two. Florida? They're twenty-two. Yeah. Are they at twenty-two? Well, I think a lot of people lost right ahead of them. So I'd imagine. Don't say. You're, both of you will like this. The biggest fraud in college football is Florida State. I agree. They barely beat BC two weeks ago. They barely beat Clemson in overtime. And they should have know. lost. If Clemson had a yeah. kicker, they would have lost. They're not that good. Jordan Travis is not – he's been hurt, but, like, he does not impress me. They look great against LSU, but besides that, they have not looked great this year. I agree. Honestly, I think LSU is better at this point in the season. Yeah, this is how Florida State looks. Which, like, this is not obviously this is not as good of a team as the Jameis Winston, Jimbo Fisher national championship team. But that year was so annoying because they'd be like tied or be no. It was the next year. It was the next year that that happened. It was the year they got eliminated by Ohio State in the playoff. Right, right, right. But yeah, they're undefeated here. They're like waxing teams. But it was the year after that. Yeah, and they had that bitch ass tight end Nick O'Leary, and (laughs) ah. Yeah, they would like lose or be tied at halftime every game, and then they would just come out and go, go like twenty to zero in the third quarter, and the game was over by the fourth. 
It was uh, the most Jacoby annoying Brissett thing ever. for Boston College took him to the brink one year. And yeah. Like overtime. And ended up losing in overtime. Whatever happened to DeAndre Francois, you know? Who? I remember the guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know why I care about that. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, Florida State, it does say something about you, though, like when you can play bad and, like, not have your best game and still find a way to win. But that's not something you can do every week. No. If they're really. Yeah, we, that, saw that, we saw that with the Vikings last year, and it doesn't always correlate after that. Yeah, so, I mean, it'll be interesting watching them going forward. I don't know who they play this week, but they've got to improve. I mean, they just – let's see who they play this week, actually. Just they have a bye this week. They have a bye this week. Let's do this. One college pick game week for us. LSU at Ole Miss. At 20, Ole Miss. Are we doing scores? This is going to win. LSU by 50. Now I want to take Ole Miss. <laughs> I'm thinking LSU. Oh, Jackson Dart is not that good. Bro, I actually – I hate LSU, but I actually really like the team they got this year, just as a football I'm gonna fan. I'm going to go Ole Miss uh, – not Ole Miss. I'm going to go LSU. I think they're just slightly a better team. I, I I think Ole Miss is playing well right now, but I think that they, the, be, they have the they worst head game. coach in college football. Great recruiter. You don't like Kiff? I hate Kiff. <laughs> Whoa. Bro, he couldn't succeed at USC. That's fair. It's USC not like you have an team. issue recruiting people at USC. No. <laughs> Every five-star quarterback probably wants to go there. Yeah. Every pocket-passing five-star quarterback wants to go there. Yeah. So, anyway. Now we're on to NFL football. We're going to go. Do you guys want to go directly into the five points? We got pick them, Zach. Pick them. Oh, yeah, cool. pick them. How did we do last week? Not great. Zach is back, baby. Zach is gaining traction. Zach is back in the picture. Back in the picture. Back in the Two picture. Two for three. After a rough start. After a rough start. Yeah. I tied my uh, – I I doubled my wins <laughs> this past week. For one week. That's pretty good. Uh, Trevor, did we have any uh, TikTok winners? Um, I actually TikTok this week, so uh, no, we don't. But I will make sure to post week fours. Check us out on TikTok at Beerly Sports, where he For might that, post. He I might. Try Do you want me it. to post, Trevor? I'm down. I can send you the picture. You're reliable. Yeah, send me, send me the login. I'll post for you. We gotta. I don't know how often you drink beer, but like, even if you're drinking beer, like, throw some. Shit up there. I, that's like the best TikTok I had in a little while was just me like drinking a beer on there. Not right. even talking about sports. Yeah. All right, we had zero winners on Instagram again for the second straight week. Tough. Um, we had our highest week so far, but still not very high compared to we getting in the past. I actually like two. it being hard. Trevor, keep that Pause. up. Pause. Yeah. What? Yeah. You heard me. I didn't stutter. We had 22 winners this week. Uh, right. Probably about 200 replies. All right. So we actually have a couple two-time winners for the first time this season. Okay. Okay. So our 22 winners, and follow us on Twitter at Beerly Football. We post this every Friday. Get three right. We'll shout you out on the podcast. All right. Our 22 winners at ELJ Bell one. He's a two-time winner. Wow. At Swiss the troll. He's Swiss and a troll. At Chi Town Zach, great name. Loves wrestling, FTC rep. 
at Pete Bailey 100, at married with three kids. That's not what he said. No. Oh. At Mick, at Mick McDaniel, he went to Yale. At Lizzie from the Elit, no, Lizzie from the Lit, diehard Panthers fan. Our favorite boy at postgrad Phil, Beerly Hockey League legend. Whoa. He actually, he actually said, "Give me whatever the opposite of Trevor says," and he went three for three. <laughs> at Caden Grant, because no, Trevor, Trevor went- said. Trevor went 0 for 3 on Twitter, but he won 1 for 3 on the show. Yeah, I just oh. bullshit on Twitter. Gotcha. Um, at the underscore Shiva underscore champ, football fan pot and podcaster, at Can't Guard Smitty. He's the 19th best Eagles Twitter Can't account. Pity. At LRH388, Lyle, big sports guy. At Indy Colts fan 247, Chase Briscoe fan. At Zach Jonkman, aspiring sports writer. A lot of Zachs this week. At Seahawks, got next, Herb Defender. At Rams World underscore Cam Rams fan at Puffy Cheesehead Cheesehead from day one at Hailster sixteen Rob Pepper Cowboys fan at Randy Rogers seven U.S. Navy retired and UTSA fan at Z Liebers Zach another Zach Mets fan great, man I don't know what to say at Brian Case nineteen sixty one Broncos fan at Distorted underscore S he hunts pixels and at Craziest Cat Eye two two time winner. There we go. Congrats all you again. Play along with us on Fridays on Twitter at Beerly Football. Well, Zach, if you like it real hard, mm-hmm. you're going to love this. We got three very good games um, for this week, week four. And these will be put on Twitter, like Jerry said, at Beerly Football. But the first game we got is the Bucks at the Saints. I'm taking the Saints. <laughs> Anybody need to make up some ground? What'd you say? I wasn't listening. Bucks, Bucks at Saints. Saints. I'm taking the Saints. I, you guys know I hide the Saints team up. Yeah. And then what happened? We got the dumbest idiot in the game to take over a quarterback. I will never pick this team again. I got the Bucks beating Dap. What's his name? What's his name? What's his nickname? Who? Jameis. Dabo. Whatever. What? What's James's nickname? Does he? I didn't know. I wasn't aware he had a nickname. He had a nickname. Oh, Jabu or Jabu. Jabu, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Jabo or something. I don't know. He sucks. It's a hard nickname, though. It's not like a really common one, but I know what you're talking about. Jabu, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Easily booked. Hmm. Zach, where are you taking? I'm going to go with the Bucks. Whoa. Uh, I I'm not a fan of this Saints team. Uh I don't think I think Alvin Kamara will make a difference. It'll help that offense out a little bit, but I don't think it's gonna be enough of a difference. I think the Bucks look okay so far this year. Um on both sides of the ball. Not incredible, but okay. Um so I, I don't think the Saints offense is gonna do all that much. I think that the Bucks offense has looked better than the Saints offense the first three weeks of the season, so give me the Bucks. All right, sounds good. So we Kamara's got back. back taking the Bucks, and I'm Kamara's back in four though. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I just said that. I wasn't listening. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our second game. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I'm gonna. Mm. Mm. Uh, we got the Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. Let's go, Zachy. Who are you taking? Dolphins at the Bills. Dolphins I wish it was colder. At the Bills. Like McDaniel, you know he wants this one. 
I'm gonna be honest. I I, I think that the, I think honestly the Dolphins are gonna win this division and they're gonna beat the Bills this Sunday. They're gonna beat them this Sunday, Zach. Spicy. Be honest, buddy. That's all you can be. That's Terry. All you can be. Can you be honest with yourself yet? I know your ex is a uh, Dolphins fan. She really did you dirty. But uh, who are you taking in this game? I'm still going going Dolphins. Going with the Dolphins. All right. The Bills' defense look great this year. Offense, still looking iffy. And you can't stop the Smiley offense right now. This is going to be a fun week for Pickham because I'm actually taking the Bills to get it done at home. So – I think if there's a team that could pull it off, it's the Bills. Cause yeah. The I Patriots, agree. Patriots Bills defense is Patriots probably a little better, but it's similar. And the Patriots defense did enough against Miami. But now that you add in the fact that you have Buffalo's offense, which is much better than the Patriots, I'd say if there's a team that can knock off Miami, it's going to be Buffalo. But I'm so good. Sounds good. And then just speaking of the Patriots, that's going to be our third game. They travel to Dallas to take on America's team. And my team, the Dallas Cowboys, our resident Patriots fan, Terry, who are you taking in this game? I would have taken the Patriots if the Cardinals didn't lose. Cardinals just got embarrassed by I mean not the Cardinals. The Cowboys just got embarrassed there we go, by the Cowboys just got embarrassed by the Cardinals. They're gonna bounce back. Yes, Trayvon Diggs is out, this Patriots offense sucks. Their O line is terrible. And Michael Parson company is gonna eat them alive. Cowboys by double digits. Patriots Ooh. one and three. Carrie, everything you said, copy and paste. I'm taking the Cowboys too. Yeah, I would love to pick the Patriots just because I'm. A, I like the upset. Yeah. Hey, here's one thing, Zach. Tell me one big game Mac Jones has ever won. One. National Zach. championship, brother. <laughs> Give me, the, give me the boys, Cowboys. Oh, man. All right. Since you guys didn't believe me, I actually wrote them down this time. <laughs> so, I guess I'm taking all three home teams. So, we got the Bucks and the Saints, the Finns and the Bills, and the Patriots and the Cowboys. Very we'll get nice. that up on Twitter and TikTok ASAP. This Very is a good nice. week. This is going to be a good week of football. Yeah, it should be fun. There was some news. Uh, that kind of went around Twitter. Uh, I thought Terry was still in the bathroom. I completely lost it, found it again. Zach, I know this player was a big part of your childhood. I don't even think you were a fan, but you know who he is. James Harrison came out and he said that he doesn't think he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Got 80, 85 sacks, 34 forced fumbles, 811 all-time tackles, 128 tackles for loss, two of those Super Bowls. A lot of Pro Bowls, a lot of All Pros, and a Defensive Player of the Year. Would you put him in the Hall of Fame? You think he's being a little too humble? Like, what's going on? Um, I honestly, I I I don't like James Harrison as a player. I thought he was a very dirty player. But in terms of like the accolades and the big plays that he's made throughout his career, I I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. What do you think, Kerry? I don't really care, honestly. Dude, James Harrison, he affected you. I don't care if a random defensive player gets in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I don't really care about the Hall of Fame in the NFL. Like, I know I post about it on Twitter a lot because it, people reply, but I don't know. It doesn't really matter to me. Did you guys see uh, Colin Kaepernick's risk-free contingency plan that he offered the New York Jets? 
I he did. Come on the practice squad. I'll get your defense ready. If you Zach, like, Zach, Zach made a comment a couple weeks ago about Colin Kaepernick. Zach, can you just repeat it again? Uh, I don't remember what it was. The fact that we shouldn't still be talking about this seven years later. Come on. He put I, uh, uh, my my opinion on Colin Kaepernick is he doesn't actually want to play football. Does it, did you read the letter? You should read it. It's Why very, is Jim Cole posting it for him? It's this is America, dude. Like, it's just it is. <laughs> no. Did you guys see the Tyree Kill comment today? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he's going to be a porn star after he retires from the NFL. Was he going to beat women on video or something? Listen, man. Everybody makes mistakes. Some make more than <laughs> some are bigger than others, though. Yeah. But yeah uh, imagine, imagine you call, like a serial killer. And he's just like, hey, everybody makes mistakes. Poe Buddy's nerfed, guys. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Wait, I'm they not allowed to do that? Damn it. I didn't mean to cut off her head, guys. That was my... <laughs> didn't know you guys weren't very big on forgiveness. I thought that was a I'm virtue. I'm big on forgiveness, but it doesn't mean I... I, I it's not for... I don't believe in forgiveness. No, I mean for dead. serial killers. Huh? For serial killers. It's not my job to forgive them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was kidding. I was speaking as the serial killer, which is the first time I've ever done that in my life. <laughs> Spoken as a serial killer? mango card is pretty good. I don't understand why the English language has... Actually, never mind. Let's stop. <laughs> How much did you I'm smoke before this episode, Trevor? We're about to have... Huh? How much oh. did you smoke before this episode? Dude, I don't do that. I don't do that. <laughs> His mango card is hitting, though. His mango card I'm is hitting. Sure, I'm sure it's that. Yeah. It is. 100%. It is. Totally. It is. All Are right. getting the points? Let's go into points. Uh, Can I go first? I want to go first. Arm. Okay. My point is. You actually rock, one. paper, scissors. No. Oh, no. You, you finished better in pick them. My point number one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand up on a soapbox a little bit here. I'm going to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it's actually not a soapbox. Let's have a discussion. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's a judge's seat. Okay? Okay. This Jacksonville Jaguars team is playing like a college football team in the NFL. Dropping passes, leaving guys wide open, fumbling the ball, having the least interesting scheming on offense and defense that i've ever seen in in the nfl we look right now we look worse than the arizona cardinals (laughs) and it's not for lack of talent got great receivers got a good receiving tight end brent strange good blocking tight end offensive line somehow without really changing that much at the position i think we lost one tackle and replaced him in the draft without moving around that many pieces our offensive line has gone from pretty good last year to awful the the game that we were promised that we were going to see out of the combination of etn and tank bigsby is almost non-existent you're not using tank bigsby as that pound it guy between the tackles you're using you're using ETN way too much to run the ball on first down. Uh, the the 
route tree looks offensively bad. It seems like we only know how to run drag routes, uh, streaks, and hitches. That's the only that's the only routes in our route tree right now, and it's it's awful. It's awful. Another thing with a wide receiver core that I believe is pretty deep. Why in the hell is Jamal Agnew out there running routes and catching passes? He's great. <laughs> He's a great return guy. Love him on the team because of the ability he gives us to you know work the field and field position through special teams. But he should not be catching passes. In the last three games, last four games, he's fumbled the ball three times in crucial moments. You just can't have that. Just can't happen. That just can't happen. I don't care if you got to pick up somebody off free agency and move someone else off the roster. I don't want to see him in a four wide. I don't. You have Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram. You have those guys. There's no need for Jamal Agnew to be on the field catching passes. And if you need another guy out there catching passes, oh my gosh, you have Travis Etienne. <laughs> it's not that hard to move him into a slot position. He's a good pass You guys catcher. have a rookie tight end, too? Yeah, Brenton Strange, who's a pretty good blocker. Yeah. Um, But this offense looks terrible. Our defense got torched. We have no pass rush. I want to go back and say again, I was right about the draft. We should have taken Hutch. Should have taken Hutch. Trayvon Walker, is, Trayvon Walker is not a threat in the pass rush game. He's a decent run defender because of how strong and athletic he is. But he has zero refinement on his pass, pass rush abilities. And it is frustrating that we had the number one overall pick two years ago. We got Trevor Lawrence. I feel like that, even though he's had a s- slow start of the year, that's still a hit for me. Trayvon Walker uh-huh. is turning into a bust. People are talking about, is Jadavian Clowney a bust, or is he good, or like is he decent? Jadavian Clowney is a better pass rusher, and he was since the moment he stepped into the league, than Trayvon Walker. Damn. So if you think Jadavion Clowney's a bust, let me tell you about this guy named Trayvon Walker down in Jacksonville. Because it looks like the same shit we saw last year. He can create... The only thing he knows how to do is bull rush. He can't make moves. He can't make a, a defender miss. He's not quick enough. And it's the most frustrating thing to watch. So, for point number one, this Jacksonville team will go nowhere... Unless a lot of changes happen in the play call and the scheming. Because uh, it's it's the worst I've seen. And I've been a fan of Jacksonville for a long time. It's almost as bad as when Urban Meyer was coaching there. Huh. Especially on the offensive side of the ball. I think week one, y'all looked... Um, yeah, I mean, there was like a middle of the game where the offense kind of looked stale, couldn't really move, whatever. But the Jags looked better than a lot of other teams looked week one. They yeah. put up 31 points. Uh, they buffered a little bit in the middle of the game, but they were solid. Uh, week two, it kind of looked like they went out there without a plan. Like, they thought maybe the defense would dominate and the offense would just be able to do enough. And, the, I mean, the offense looked like they didn't have a plan. And then week three, kind of the same thing. Like, they had some – did they – the defense looked bad too, right? The corners? Number – Well, it's, number we couldn't stop the run. Yeah. We couldn't stop the run. So, 
then they start working play action off of that, and we have guys running free in the secondary like Tank Dell, who's a pretty good wide receiver, but he shouldn't be running free in the Jacksonville secondary. It's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. So what do you think needs to turn it around for the offense? For the offense, it, it's honestly pretty, pretty fucking simple. You drafted Tank Bigsby to be your in-between-the-tackles back. If you're going to run between the tackles, you put Tank Bigsby in. You, 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 you got ETN to be that change of pace back, the guy that can make those big plays, and he's made a couple this year, but you have to use him like that. You don't run a halfback dive with Travis ETN. Why, what's the purpose of that? He's not big enough to push the pile. He's just not. He's a great player, but he's not big enough to push the pile. And then the route tree just has to be more. It has to be more compl- complex. Because I tell you what, right now when, when I watched that Houston game, they were sitting on those hitch routes. They're just sitting so on because they weren't pressing the ball down the field. If you look at the completed passes and the pass attempts, it's all this way. When you look at the that the passes that Trevor Lawrence threw, it's all horizontal. There's nothing vertical. You have to scare this team. You have to scare teams and be willing to throw the ball down the field. And the one big play we had, the one touchdown we had, was to Evan Ingram, which was thirty yards down the field. Mm-hmm. So it's just got it's got to be better. It's it's got to be better. You got to do something. Work the ball down the field. It's not like you don't have the talent to do that. You just it's just about execution and calling and dialing up plays to make your quarterback that you want to be the future of this franchise. You have to give him the ability to look good. You can't just call these wide receiver screens, halfback screens, tight end screens, okay? This team is better than a screen game. And that's that seems to be what we're doing. A lot of flats, a lot of hitches, a lot of short, quick passes that don't really do anything. And the, it doesn't seem like in the past two weeks from Jacksonville on all offense, there's been anything that, like, always works. Like, they can at least have, like, go-to offense, like, all right, fuck it, let's just chip away all the way down the field. And, like, you know, we have the run game, we have the play action, we know, like, that'll work. Yeah. And it just seems like they're kind of guessing, and sometimes stuff hits, and they throw deep, and Lawrence has got a good arm, he hits deep. It seems like they've kind of been big play reliant and kind of defensively reliant. And when the defense has a bad game like they just did, it didn't look good. And the only difference I can see from last year is that Doug Peterson gave over play calling abilities to the OC. Mm Mm-hmm. And the offense looks worse. Just flat out, play calling looks worse. Decision making looks worse. We're in a game. We're we're what? It's three to six in the Chiefs game, and we're running like a double reverse pass. What is this? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. It's the second quarter. Run a, run, pardon my friends. Run a fucking offense. Facts. Have a system. Have some water. Have a flowing offense. You know. Anyway, that's my point number one. I wanted to get that off my chest right away. Uh, for all the Jags fans out there, because um, I mean, it was a, th- this past South. week was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. AFC South title still belong to the Jags, or we don't know right now. I I still think I still do believe we'll win it. I because my hope is that we turn it around. But I mean, if we keep playing like this, no, we're gonna lose the title. That'll and it's probably gonna be honestly, probably gonna be to the Colts. Whew. they're scrappy, dude. It's I, they don't have better players than us, but they have a much better scheme than us. 
They do. Their running game works. And you yep. know they were going to run the ball. Yep. And they, it works. Yeah. They also had 12 Ravens stars out. I mean, so hey, what can help. you do? You go out there and you play the team, you know? And it was not 12, brother. How can you have 12 starters? There's 11 people on the field. Offense and defense, bud. Okay. It wasn't – I don't think it's 12, but it's like 10 or something. Fair enough. Fair enough. That kind of – since we're talking about the Colts, it goes into my point number one. But if you want to go, Gary, have a big sip of that drink and then – It froze on me. I'm back, though. Too. I got fucked too. I got chewed up and spit out. Alrighty. What was the last thing you heard? If you want to go ahead, Carrie, take a big sip of that drink. Oh, yeah. A big sip of that drink and let us know what your point number one is. Alright. My point number one I've got all the slander in the past two weeks. Being wrong with some takes. Some? How about? <laughs> some? Zach Stradon. You're breaking up real bad. Hold on. Hold on. We got to restart that from the top. We Damn it. It's okay. Nobody heard anything. What'd you say, Carrie? Where'd it end? I've gotten some hate over the past season. That's what yeah. I heard. That's probably actually what you said, but you could go again. I've got some hate the past few weeks for being wrong some takes. Do you know what? Yeah. Some other people in this podcast are wrong. How about Zachstra Dumbass? More like Zachstra Dumbass. Zach had a rough week this week. Should I go through them all? Yes, I will. Zach, you can respond after I go through them all. Okay. Fair enough. First of all, I had to listen to Zach all last episode about how Patrick Sertan was going to shut down Tyree Kill. Whoa, 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 whoa. First off, pause. Broncos defense. Pause, pause, pause. That is absolutely not what I said. Exactly what I said. I said he was the best cover corner in the league, which I still believe. Shut down Tyree Kill. I I literally never said that. A A top 10 player in the NFL. Tyreek Hill made him look like a little baby trying to eat a candy. Hey, Carrie, 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 I have a question. What what defense were the Broncos running against uh, the the Dolphins? It was like probably they put 11 little children out there, asked them, go guard the big bad man, and couldn't do that. Uh, so, the- so what they were doing, because Carrie didn't watch the fucking game, already. obviously, what they were doing is running a zone, which plays into Miami's hands. alive. It plays on, into Miami's I, hand, which also means, Carrie, you didn't watch the fucking game, and you know that Pat Sertain wasn't guarding Tyree Kill the whole game. Go look, go the, watch the film. I, Carrie, I did watch I the film. That's how I know they were in a exactly. zone. Oh, Zach. Okay, next one. Because you're wrong on point number one. One, I never said that. And two, Pat Sertain. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. He had five throws of him, 99 yards and a touchdown. And a top 10 player in the NFL, according to you. He really did great, bud. On the next one. Okay. Remember I made a little deal last week about you putting Sam Howell in the top 15, saying that was a little early? Sam Howell really proved himself with his four interception game. Great quarterback. Yeah, he had a bad game. On to the next one. I the guess Joe, Burrow, Joe Burrow's bottom ten and right, 
Joe Burrow's bottom big, 10. Bad Jaguars. The Jaguars were a mediocre team last season, got lucky, beat some bad quarterbacks, snuck in the playoffs, got lucky again in the playoffs, won a game. They're never a good team. They're showing what they were last year. They're a mediocre team. They're never that good. They're never going to be a contender in the AFC. I don't know what you've been smoking, Zach. On to the next one. Wait, Atlanta okay, Falcons. pause. Pause. This is just outright slander. You're just going to lie about me. I'm not going to let you talk. That's just bullshit. The Falcons are the best team ever, according to Zach. Wait, oh, what? Yeah, the, what are you? Terry, 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 shut the. Terry, Terry, okay, I'm muting you. You don't deserve to talk right now. I'm actually wow. muting you. I'm actually muting you. Okay, Kerry's muted so that he can't spread any more lies about me. First off, last week, I said the Jaguars looked bad on offense. I said this. It's not like this is some big thing that Kerry figured out. I said the Jags didn't look good on offense. Their offensive play con looked terrible. The defense at least looked good against KC. But that's the only positive thing we could take from that game. Okay? Next, I didn't say Desmond Ritter was the greatest quarterback of all time. I said he looked okay through two weeks. Said he looked okay through two weeks. That's all I said. You're muted, Carrie. No one can hear what you're saying. I actually did mute you because you're just flat out lying about what I've said. <laughs> and I won't stand for it. Okay? And thirdly, Sam Howell played bad. Okay? Does that mean we put Joe Burrow in the bottom 10? Because he hasn't had a good game yet this year. And he didn't play well this past weekend. Okay, Carrie, you're unmuted now. I'm going to unmute you now. Now that now that I've corrected the record and you stopped fucking lying about me, you can talk. That's the weakest person ever to mute me. Rose been hyping up the Falcons, Desmond Ritter, the Jaguars, all this crap all offseason long. And then when it comes out, his little teams get destroyed. Desmond Ritter might be the – beyond Zach Wilson and Justin Fields, Desmond Ritter is probably the third-worst quarterback in the NFL. Okay, well, Zach they, seems to think. Oh. Okay, okay. He's the future. This Falcon team is going places. They're going to win the division. No, this team sucks. I still think they'll win. Also, I don't know who it was, Zach or Charlie. He slandered me for hyping up Adam Thielen this offseason yeah. for an honorable mention. You guys are like, Adam Thielen sucks. Yeah, who's the number, I think, six fantasy wide receiver right now? Adam Thielen. Fuck both of you. <laughs> okay, man. Dude. <laughs> I'll take that. Oh, no. If I If I – if I shit on, I'll shit on Adam Thielen right now. Like, <laughs> I will too, by the way. I will too. Oh, enough of, I'm, I'm tired of hearing the Brock Slurdy slander, Zach. Did Brock, I say Curdy Slurdy? Brock Whatever his name is. Slurdy slander. I'm sick of it. Never lost a game in the NFL. Brock Purdy sucks. There, I said it. Mac Brock Jones looked better. Brock Purdy is a top 10 quarterback. Mac Jones will look better. Mac Jones will look better in San Fran. I said it. I said Mac it. Mac Jones is an awful quarterback. Mac Jones doesn't even belong to be in the NFL. Who's the best receiver he on the needs Patriots? He to go back to the XFL. And go Who's play the best China? receiver on the Patriots? Literally any, literally any quarterback would be better than Mac Jones on the Patriots. Who's the best wide receiver? You How don't even know don't because they don't have a wide receiver one. Are you, all I hear is excuses for a I'm trying to defend the quarterbacks of your team. Okay? Carrie, wait. First yeah. off, wait, no, my no, team. no. I'm going to mute you again, Carrie, if you don't shut up. I'm going to mute you again if you don't shut up. Wait, Trevor, I have a question. 
What is it that Kerry always says about Jalen Hurts and how anyone could play on that Eagles team and win? And he doesn't that think the same true. thing about Brock fucking Purdy? Yeah, Loki, I don't know how I never put that connection together when Jalen Hurts. But yeah, man, what? what? When did that anyone else could not succeed in that same offense? I said a couple weeks ago, two would put up insane numbers on that team. Yeah, but two is the top five quarterback in the league. That's so good to hear you say that, dude. He's never said that. Now he's now literally he's did last there. week, Kerry. Thank you. I, I know you don't pay attention when we talk, oh, but I literally put him in my top four last this, week. Man. And actually, this week he's what in my we top did, three. At least Trevor's like consistent with horrible taste. I'm that always consistent. Horrible. horrible. I'm always. Kerry, literally, you had the worst record on this show this year. Stop talking about how other people have horrible takes. Yes, you. Wait, yes, you. Yes, you, Kerry. Yes, you. How did you do week three, bud? I did pretty good. <laughs> That's it for me. That's God. Finally. Carrie's finally moved down my ranking. Trevor is now the second most reasonable person on this podcast. All right, Trevor. I feel like I've been going going great this year. I feel like all the stars have aligned for me this year. Trevor, what's your point number one? It has to do with Justin Herbert, so let's do it. Um, Not really. It just has to do – well, kind of indirectly. Um, I don't know what they do with Austin Eckler, but I feel like this drowning – Los Angeles Chargers team, because I do think they're drowning still, even though they scratched out this W. There's no D in that I... word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's drowning, not drowning. Drowning? <laughs> drowning. No D. Drowning. You don't even know, and you're so in the drowning. Drowning? <laughs> drowning. Drown. He said no D, though, so it's rounding. No. No second D. <laughs> There's no second D. Drowning. You say this. Yes. <laughs> All right. You want to take that back already? Sure. This drowning Chargers team. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> this show is a mess. A different word. I Hang hate on. this podcast. I quit. I'm just gonna use a different word. This suffer. No. This drowning. Fuck it. This drowning <laughs> Chargers team. And I it's like Gary was six. Drowning. <laughs> Um, I think what they need to do, and I don't know how they'd make it work with Austin Eckler, but I really think they need to trade for Jonathan Taylor. I think that element, there's no rushing attack at all. What, Gary, what? What? It is not, this Chargers team is talented, they're a good team, and this is not a hard team to beat. Trevor, there's a reason why it's not hard to beat this team. I think Zach could, and most people in America could figure out why it's pretty easy to beat this Chargers team. Let me say something before you say what that reason is. The defense won in the game this week. This week. <laughs> Did you watch the game? Three takes. They had a lucky play at the end. This is the worst defense in the NFL. Their highest paid quarterback's a healthy scratch. But they won the game this week. They had two turnover, two interceptions, two fumbles, and I think two of them were in plus territory. And you're one telling of them me you remember the game? Herbert had 400 yards, three touchdowns, no turnovers, and you're telling me the defense won the game? Herbert played good. 34 points. 
But yes, the reason that they won the game because 20, 28, 24 points is not enough. I mean, 28 points. You, you tell me your quarterback threw for 400 yards and you had 28 points? 28 points is more than average. One of them, I mean, I mean, just the offense is like it's one-dimensional and it's just all on Justin Herbert's shoulders. The entire, whether this team wins, whether this team succeeds or loses, it's on Justin Herbert because that is what the offense is. When Austin Eckler's there, he's going to get the passing yards and Justin Herbert might throw for 400 yards, but it's not sustainable. Joshua Kelly, 11 carries for 12 yards. Did you watch the game? Did you see how they scored? One touchdown what? was a double pass. We got a Keenan Allen passing touchdown. They let Keenan Allen throw the ball further than they let Justin Herbert throw the ball, dude. What is wrong with that? They trust him more. And then, oh, dude, what really pissed me off was that Herbert pick. That should have been a pick, and the guy knocked it up in the air, fell in freaking Josh Palmer's arms in the end zone. I just I don't trust the offense at all. Like, Herbert is putting up great numbers. He hasn't thrown a pick. He's throwing for a million yards. But the offense is just... Like, you know what you're getting. There's no threat of anything else. The world is on Justin Herbert's shoulders, and he had his he had an insanely good game, and they should have lost. Still. Okay, so, so Justin, the offense and Justin Herbert had an insanely you, good game, and they should have lost still. What does that tell you about weakness of this team he had a good game. Are you actually saying Justin Herbert's not the problem? I'm saying I, uh, I haven't really said he's the problem in the past. Uh, yeah, you, you definitely have one-dimensional offense. Uh, when is Eckler back? No rushing attack here. Get Jonathan Taylor. All right. Oh, Trevor, you weren't even scary. This team Trevor, when I switched like... you guys, you weren't that far ahead of carry. Uh, <laughs> when you and now you just said that you'd never said that Justin Herbert is a problem with this offense. So, carry you're back at number two, but it is still There's... neck and neck. There's better guys you can get than Jonathan Taylor. They're going to have to get a lot of money, give up a lot to get Taylor when they should be focused on their defense. You can get it. Their defense played fine. Did you watch the game? Yes, I did. Look, they've given up more yards, more points than any team in the NFL through three weeks. Actually, I don't know because the the Bronx defense like 50 years ago. Okay, but the first two weeks, the defense played bad, and they lost the games. That makes sense. This week, the defense played good, and they won. They, they didn't play good. Kirk Cousins had 400, almost 400 yards again. Alexander Madison, who sucked all season, who you ran it, who I almost gave up on, had five yards of carry and almost 100 yards. Okay, it's but what happened defense. when Kirk got all the way down at the end of the field and Alexander Madison was in the red zone, fumble, interception, interception. That is winning the game. Okay, Kirk Cousins sure, at 400 how, yards. This isn't fucking Wall Street. The Chargers – The Vikings fumble like 40 times a game. They, I think they might have set the record for most fumbles in a game. Like, they've had like 10 in three weeks. I think they fumbled – They fumbled five twice, times against two, But they recovered it. But five times against Philly. Yeah. And I think like, – And Cousins had two week one. So they've had like – Justin Jefferson, of course he's going to throw for 350 yards. I'm just saying, like, the offense, when Justin Herbert – we just saw Justin Herbert have – you can't play better than that. He, There's bigger needs than getting Jonathan Taylor. That is a rushing threat, though. You can run Jonathan you Taylor power. You can run him up the middle. And the defense has to be ready for that all the time. The defense is not scared of Austin Eckler and fucking Josh Kelly 
running up the middle. So in, a, so in an NFL that doesn't pay running backs and doesn't need running backs, you're going to get two highly paid star running backs in the same team? I said that I don't know what they'd have to do with Eckler, but they need a rushing attack because this is supposed to be an elite team. This is supposed to be a competitive team on every level. They should be able to compete with every team in the AFC. And, like, it's been three weeks, and, like, we just saw them play their best game probably offensively and defense. Probably not offensively, but defensively, and they barely won. I just – it doesn't look good for the Chargers if they're going to be this elite team. Yeah. I don't even know who they play, but they really – Their defense, bud. You, you know what you get. This defense can't stop the used squirrel at a laundromat. Like, geez. It's like – A used yeah, squirrel at a laundromat? What does that even yeah, mean, Gary? What are you using squirrels for? I don't know, but still, jeez. Like, what Justin Herbert did was good, but it wasn't sustainable. And if that's what he has to do to win by four points, I don't like it. I don't like it. This is a much better team than squeezing out games. Taylor ain't fixing that defense. Six inches away from 0-3. The defense played fine. I don't – the defense played they fine. Might be, they might be better off being 0-3 because Brandon Staley needs to get out of there. That guy sucks. Is that too many fuck is your cat doing? His Where? hand keeps coming into frame. It's like in the background, it's just like just stretching. <laughs> that's the funniest you, thing do you, ever. Do you have any thoughts on this nonsense about not the Chargers defense playing? Well, first off, Austin Eckler hadn't been there for two weeks. Um, I think that definitely hurts this offense a little bit. But I mean Without a doubt, in terms of points allowed, Chargers' defense is awful. I mean, Broncos might be there because they just allowed 70. But, I mean, that's, that's one game. That's another thing. This so, offense doesn't run, so they're, like, they're going to score like all game. The defense is going to be out there. They're either going to be tired or exhausted. This they, offense does not run the clock at all. But the, the defense... Yes, they did! Or did you watch them week one where they ran the ball the whole game and they still got cooked every play? I mean, they didn't run that the ball happen. every play. They ran they the, ball. the ball 35 times. They ran the ball like an insane amount that game. They and had like working. 200 yards. Left. And they lost. No. And what happened? The, okay, they got outplayed. The Dolphins look amazing. The Dolphins are the better team. They lost. The, but the issue, the issue with this team is definitely the defense. I mean, when you're allowing – when you're allowing – over tw- what? What? How many points have they allowed week to week? I mean, it's insane. If you can get a running game, your defense will improve. If you have a running game, your defense improves. If you can control the clock, that is why the Eagles, no matter how good or bad they look, 24, 27, and thirty-six. So they're Talking about over thirty what? points a game allowed, or pretty. Eagles have one of the most talented defenses in the NFL. Obviously, they're good regardless of the rushing game. What? Saying no matter how good they look on offense, they're going to win the game by twenty because they control it. They no, have the same defense. Did you not watch them kill Baker Mayfield last night? No, like, I was busy. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> God. Yeah, man, I watched the game. Jalen Carter is elite. Yeah, I don't know how he's. I, don't, I mean, I think this offense is. You know, like they're going to go out there and air it out. Are they going to live by Justin Herbert or die by Justin Herbert? We just saw them live by Justin Herbert. And they barely clawed it out. They need a running game. They got to control the clock. They got to be two dimensional. This has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. The Browns' defense has been insanely good this year. Their front seven is not. Their line is nasty. They lost money. 
they lost me like the, 300 bucks on Sunday. The Broncos have given up 25 more yards than the Chargers through three games. And that was I mean, that's, that, I mean, last game kind of skews that. Yeah. The Chargers Not have kinda, given up. It very much skews that. <laughs> that's rough. Mike White was cooking them too. Mike White's going to be a Jet in a few weeks. You know what? I don't know if we'll talk about this, but – why is McDaniel kneeling and saying, oh, we're going to be classy and not kick the field goal with the win? But then it's 52 to 13, and they're throwing 70 yard bombs and go for, going for it on fourth down and goal in the end zone. Bro, like, that is if not He's classy. open, he's open, bro. What are you going to do? Not throw it to the open guy? Don't say you're being classy and then running up before that. Like, yeah. That's, that goal, was kind of ridiculous. Like, if you're going to run it up, just run it up. Don't say, yeah. like, oh, we didn't pick kick a field goal at the end of the game because you're trying to be nice. When you're going but they for slowed it, down in the fourth quarter. They had like it was forty. Like, it was forty-nine to thirteen, and it was fourth and goal, and they're going for it. Like, I don't. I don't, I don't think he was running it up. Yes, he was. I don't think so. I think it was electric. That's football. Seventy points. They should have pulled two after the first half. The Chiefs pulled Mahomes in like after one drive in the second half. That's different. I wouldn't want to get Tua hurt. Like they paid Mahomes what, five hundred million dollars. Tua is also like Tua get a little MVP. Guy. Why risk getting hurt if he doesn't need to be out there? Because he didn't get hurt. We have a shit. But if he did, and if they imagine what McDaniel would get if he left him out there in a fifty to ten game, and Tua got another concussion. Okay, let's stick to reality, brother. That didn't happen. <sighs> okay. God, so, let's let's go into point number two. Imagine point if number one Tua took got way too long. On a Sunday afternoon when the cloud passed over the I am not gonna do it, bro. Stick to the facts. Point number two is about a team that I, I was I've been criticized on this show over tonight. Um and I wanna talk about why they they failed this past weekend. I wanna talk about why the Atlanta Falcons failed. Talk. Okay, and it's really, really easy when you take a look at what this team tried to do offensively. This game was never out of reach for Atlanta. I want to first go off and just say that. This game was never out of reach for Atlanta. But for some reason, they threw the ball 38 times. And B. John Robinson got 10 carries. That's not how this team is built. That's not how it's going to succeed. So that's 38 pass attempts. That doesn't include, you know, when he was sacked, when he had to scramble and run. It doesn't include all that. So we're talking probably 43, 44 dropbacks for Desmond Ritter, and that's just not what this team is built to do. It's built to run the ball, control the clock, Give the ball to the playmakers that they have in the backfield, Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier. And then work play action, short passing off of that in order to succeed. Arthur Smith, maybe spend less time in the Pat McAfee show. Maybe spend more time giving the ball to the playmaker that you drafted in the first round. There you go. Point number two. I was excited for Ritter. I'm not excited for Desmond Ritter anymore. Carrie, <laughs> how much oh. did you smoke before the podcast? <laughs> Seriously, 
<coughs> I don't even like take a shot of hot sauce and I just listen, like, man. Not? I don't know why you people do that, but hot sauce does not go in the fridge. I think it depends anyway. on the hot sauce. <sighs> anyway, that's my point number two. Carrie, what's your point number two? This murder sucks, man. Okay. <laughs> he did hit his hot his line, so that made me happy. Trevor, do you have anything you want? Is it, Zach, I don't know if you'll talk about this. Mm-hmm. Your two teams going at it Sunday morning. Who you got 9 a.m. Huh? Who you got winning the London game? Jags or Falcons? Oh, God. It better be the Jags, dude. Your two babies. I'm going to hope that the offense looks better next week and say the Jags. But, I mean, if, we, if we're doing the same shit that we were doing the past, the past honestly, three weeks – Offensively, it's the we're gonna get beat by the Falcons. I bet the backup offensive linemen are gonna have a lot of fun on that trip. <laughs> okay, okay. The, Trevor, do you have any thoughts on Desmond Ritter? You're very quiet on the subject. I told you I was excited to watch him this year because he's like, you know, he can get out of the pocket, he throws on the run, you know, people like his arm, he's got weapons out there, but it just it seems like he's just. I don't know. Hopefully, it's just it's because it's only week three. But like, he just seems like a little like uh, like a little uh, timid, like a a ghost out. Yeah, timid. I don't know what that means, but that's that's probably what I would say. I knew what that means. He's afraid to pull the trigger on some passes. I want to see him like grow some balls. I don't know how else to say it. Like, I I, an earlier comment from Trevor was that Falcons are terrible. They need to stop. Letting Ritter throw, I think I did. I think I did say that, and that he looked I, lost. He was holding on to the ball for too long, but yeah, I they're mean, better off identity. I mean, I they're thought he was going to go out there and be like this cool quarterback that was like kind of dual threat, like this nice new thing. The way he ended the season last year, but yeah, like he's. It just seems like maybe because it's been a long off season, he's not ready for that right now. He needs to get back in the groove. But yeah, man, I was sick watching him just like stand back there, run around, and either get sacked or throw it away but yeah they need to run the ball stick to their guns they got guys who can run too like yeah. you don't have to do little gadget I think it, plays it was the little... second quarter before b john robinson even got a carry or close to it i think, I think darren sproles brother all right my point too i'm gonna keep sweet and simple i feel like this makes sense and i feel like all of you should agree with this on me no the perfect fit for the new york jets is kirk cousins this is his last year on his deal. I don't know how the cap will work this year, but he can be a free agent next year. Rodgers can be their quarterback. The Viking season is over. This team, obviously, they're going to move on from Cousins next year, draft new quarterback. Why not tank this year, get a better quarterback in the draft? Her Cousins gives the Jets a shot in the AFC. It's a perfect fit for both parties, and I think it needs to happen. Will it happen? Probably not, but I would love to see this happen. Jefferson would, Justin Jefferson would be pissed. Yeah, but he could get Caleb Williams next year. Like, nah, like that man is a Cincinnati Bengal. Caleb Williams is a Cincinnati Bengal. No, brother, Justin Jefferson is. There's no way they can afford that. <laughs> There's the absolutely no way they can afford that. <laughs> They're gonna pull some Golden State Warrior shit, and it's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Any anybody opposed to Kirk Cousins the Jets? Uh, I'm not opposed to it, but I, I just don't think it'll ever happen. Trevor, are you still on the Pookie train? 
I'll always be on the Pookie train. They should get Carson Wentz in there. There, I said no it. way. There, I they said. Signed, I don't know why are they signing Trevor Seaman. Like that doesn't do Wentz. anything. No, no, bro. Sign me, Trevor Seaman. Are you crazy? Yeah. So Trevor, we got my point number two. four. Two. Oh, my point number two, man. I don't know many of these kind of people. But to be honest, if I was a Broncos fan, and I say this as like, actually, let me finish. If I was a Broncos fan, I wouldn't even be excited for Sundays anymore. And I say this as someone who like goes through the week, like, yeah, like Sunday's going to be awesome. No matter what happens to me, I might get shot. I might get stabbed. I might get a Where are you going on Sundays, bud? Huh? Where are you going on Sundays? I mean, during the week, (laughs) Like, this stuff might happen, but I know, like, I'm one day closer to Sunday, and, like, I'm, I'm always looking forward to Sunday. Like, and, man, it's, if I was a Broncos fan and I, I really cared about the team, I saw these people at the game in, like, Cortland Sutton and Noah Fant jerseys. Like, you know, that's got to suck. There's <laughs> nothing to be excited about except Pat Sertan on this team. Yeah. Like, what is Russ cooking, dude? Russ played well this year, and it was I, not Russ's fault this week. No, it wasn't. I mean, Russ is not, no, not at all. I mean, 70 he's points. He's still, like, nothing. Also, why, why was he out there in the fourth quarter when they were down 50 to 10? Fuck it. Big, biggest comeback ever. <laughs> Unlimited fourth quarter points. Unlimited. Unlimited diarrhea, dude. Well, that's why that's he's got that. the 12 toilets in his house. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out to Derek Jonda for holding it down as a Denver Broncos fan. But yeah, I it's tough. tough. I don't like their uniforms either. Like I wouldn't even buy a jersey if I was a Broncos fan. I'd probably buy a Nuggets jersey or something. Rockies, nah. I'd probably buy a Nuggets jersey. An old school Nuggets jersey, like mellow and. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, before that, the one with like all the colors on it. Okay. I'd probably get an Al Harrington one. Okay. Yeah. Broncos have been known for their defense for years, and now they'll be known for their defense for years, but for another reason. Yeah, Badly. that's tough. Long show. That's All tough. Right. Zach? All right, my point number three. <clears throat> Gosh, how do you, where do you even go with this one? Um... My point number three is I want to apologize. This is the the worst take I had last week, and it is that uh, I I my, Carrie corrected me at the time, and I was like, "Hey, listen, you know, uh, I'm sorry, Carrie, because I moved Dak Prescott way too high up, way too early. Um, the second this Cowboys team faced adversity." And this passing offense had to go out there and win the game. They come up short. Which is a very, that? very poor re- reflection on Dak Prescott. So Did I send you guys that throw the yeah. the interception? Gary, that, that was a meme. You sent us a meme, okay? <laughs> that was you a meme. Watch, you didn't even watch the game, bud. You were too passed out on the most. <laughs> was I? Maybe I was. No, the four o'clock game sucks, dude. They were not great this week. There was no. only three of them, right? 
I saw more of Taylor Swift than actual football on TV. Bro, how about them freaking Bears? We'll get to that. But that's my that's my point number three. I'm sorry, Carrie. You were right. I moved Dak Prescott up too early. That's my bad. He has been <laughs> uh, he's been moved back down. My list will be out tomorrow. He's just never going to lead this team. He's a good game manager, but he's always going to hold this team back. They they play they're playing so conservative with him. This How about season. this, Kirk Cousins to the Cowboys? I would Dak love that. Jets. I'd rather see Trey Lance get a shot at this point than Cousins. Why? Cousins is great. I mean, no, I meant uh, Dak. <laughs> you don't mean that. You don't mean I that. I do. Lance is a higher ceiling than Dak has. Is he like bald? Bald? I, like who is it? Dak? Who, the, yeah, he might be. The old man tweeted, uh, "Cooper Rush would have won this game." Probably. I, I think Dak cook. Like he said, there was nothing to work on after week one or week two. He said, "Like I now mean, they've been kind of exposed. They know what to work on." So. We'll see what we I think Trayvon you, you picked them to be your team, brother. What? And pick them? I picked them and pick them, so that means they're my team. I said I, you picked them to be your team. Don't give me that kind of attitude. My team sucks. <laughs> Why would I pick my team? Sassy as fuck, Harry. Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs is going to be a bigger loss than I think people realize. Trevor. I, I picked him and pick him, and that means. Also, this like Cardinal team is good. <laughs> Everybody hated this Cardinal team, but they're actually competitive every game. They could be three and zero right now if they had Kyler Murray. They could be three and zero right now if they weren't tanking because they tanked that Giants game. They should have won Jobs, that game. Josh Jobs has played well this year. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, the thing we didn't have to see Clayton fucking Tooney. Clayton Tooney's good. Josh Jobs is cooking, man. Did you see they don't All have right. a, at their uh, like custom jersey thing? They don't have a Josh Dobbs jersey. Oh yeah, he tried to buy his own jersey and there wasn't. He couldn't. That's, That's, That's a tough scene. He's like, I know I haven't been here for long, but damn. <laughs> Ain't no number nine. Damn. Who's next? Me, Gary. Gary. Me. Point number three. All right. I've kind of alluded to this earlier, but I'm calling it. I'm taking the Dolphins in the AFC East. The Jets are cooked. Patriots aren't going anywhere. I don't like this Bills team as much as I used to. Burying an injury to Tua, this Dolphins offense Barring. is unspeakable. Barring. It's Gosh. better than drowning. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's close. <laughs> but, and. I would like, to, I want to hear your response to this next week, actually. People want to. People want to talk all they want about the Dolphins' passing game, but that running game last week was even better. Mostert and I guess he changed his last name. Two it's not weeks. Eight, the it's defense not is terrified. All three it's weeks. A, it's A-Kane, I think, is how he A-Chain? wants to be. Or no, he said, don't pronounce my name A-Chain. It's Austin or something. A-Kane, probably. But that is a speedy A-Kane. duo. And this team, honestly, they're – Everybody wanted Dalvin Cook going there this offseason. They're better off of these two than Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Dalvin Cook is Right now, yeah. This team's explosive, and unless somebody finds a way to figure them out or Tua gets hurt, doesn't matter how bad this season is. Stop saying that every freaking 20 minutes. 
Tua gets hurt. All right. Tua gets hurt. Tua gets hurt. Tua gets hurt. You see that one guy? He was a Bucks fan. It was on some podcast, and uh, he was like, he hated the tush push so much. He's like, honestly, they we we just need to try and hurt Jalen Hurts until they stop to get him to stop the tush push. Have somebody dive in his knees late. I was like, oh, that's that's what Carrie sounds like sometimes. That did happen one time. I remember Jason Kelsey talking about it on his podcast. I think it was the one with Jalen Hurts on it. Mm. Where they did, did that play, that and then he like, got rolled up on on his leg. And Did I say any of the thing? I was like, Jalen Hurts only talks in Instagram captions. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny, though, if you guys want to watch it at some point. It does. It's like he only speaks in Instagram captions. He's like... I had purpose way before y'all had opinions. And they asked him like what went right for you guys this week. <laughs> it was like it was like how remember how Cam's Instagram used to be? Still is probably. It is with the weird letters. There's actually an app and something that you can type a sentence in and it'll give it back to you in Cam Newton language. That's like the Antonio Brown translator underneath Antonio Brown tweets. Yeah. That guy's uh... who is stupid. He has CTE. <laughs> that was a tweet. He tweeted. He tweeted that the Steelers' OC is Hitler the other day. So nice. <laughs> okay. All right. My point number three is that man, the Niners are great, but they are still not on that elite tier, which only holds one team, which is the Philadelphia Eagles. That is just the most dominant team. It was all last year. It's all doing the same all this year. That is the most dominant team in the NFL. And it looks like it's going to be just steamroll after steamroll, just like it was last year. Philly. And their fans are dicks, dude. Oh, my goodness. I heard they kicked your baby in the parking lot or something. They punched my son in the throat, four of them, because he had a little Bucks hat on. (laughs) What? That's... That's awful. That's horrendous. You should we have it. a the Bucks have a thing. They have a flag that they stretch out over a section that says "Go Bucks" at the end of like the third quarter. This Philadelphia Eagles fans got a hold of it and wouldn't let it, them stretch it out. And everything else, they were, think- just, they were on the news too. They like got one of the news things to like go off air. They're crazy, and there wasn't even that many of them there. But they don't travel. <laughs> they, but they travel heavy. What have the Niners done to not show their elite as they're one of the only three undefeated teams left in the league? They're great. The Eagles are greatness. How? I feel like the Niners are, are beat. The Eagles barely beat the Patriots. Who did they play week one? Or week two? The Vikings. They barely won that game, too. Waxed, not them. Waxed them. They won by 15 points or something. I think. At least 10. I don't know why you're such an Eagles dick rider. It's just, no, like, because I'm not. It's just they're dominant. Even when they're off, they don't have a pass. The Niners not dominant. Have you watched the Niners play? Obviously not. You don't the watch Niners a lot. are great. And they're probably you don't the watch team. a lot of football, so that would make sense. Well, I watch more football than you. Because I watch full games. You watch Red Zone. You don't watch anything. That's not true. You know that's not true. I know that's true. I know no, you didn't watch true. any of the games on Sunday. Besides, what do we the, want to talk? I watched all the games on Sunday. What do you want? Which you one didn't do you want watch to talk Sunday about? night football. You didn't watch the four p.m. games. You watched one game at one p.m. Proud of that you. is not true. I watched no because I was at a bar that had all the games on. 
No. Yes. Then why do you keep asking me the scores of games? When? On Sunday? I got bad vision about the numbers are really small on the bottom of the TV. <laughs> All right. Don't I can listen. see everything happening. I just can't see the little ass numbers at the bottom. Don't listen to this man, please. Listen to me, bro. Yeah, the Eagles aren't as good as um, – they're just not as good as the Niners right now. I think they are. I think even when one part of their team sucks, the rest of their they're team – a one-dimensional team. Huh? They can't throw. Uh, they couldn't – what happened last – could they throw last night? Jalen Hurts looked awful once again. Okay, and they dominated the Bucks Because of their defense. Okay, did and I say that's the offense – I saw some article today was like, they proved that the Bucks aren't contenders. Everybody thought the Bucks were going to be a bottom five team in the NFL at this year. It's Baker Mayfield. He shouldn't even have a job right now. He should oh, be okay, let's chill. Baker, Baker Mayfield is not a good quarterback. Baker has played better than half a quarterback. He's played season. fine this year. Yeah. He's wildly inconsistent. He's been more consistent than Joe Burrow. He's not a long-term solution. He's just trying to – I don't know what they're – what's they going to happen. They think the rest of the team could carry. Their defense is good, though. The Bucks might have the worst running game in the NFL. They can't run at all. Yeah, which sucks because I have money on Rashad's White rushing total. But it's like 850 yards. He can get that. Yeah, probably. Does he even have 100 now? <laughs> I don't know. I think he had 37 last night, but – that's like Zach's Desmond Ritter bet. My brother DeAndre Swift. He's man, gotta have. He looks good. Hold on. He looks How good. Bet on Ritter? Oh, he's got 150. Oh, that's not bad. I think it was 4,000 yards, 3750. I think Zach's at like 3,500 for Ritter. I think it was 3750. Didn't we bet on it or no? Yeah. Ritter's at 550 through three games. Okay. And I don't think that's gonna hit. But I'm also starting to get scared about DeAndre Swift now. So never mind on that one. We bet on him, remember? Bro, he's cooking. Yeah, he's played great last two weeks, but he'll probably get hurt just like two or well. Jeez, dude. <laughs> what point are we on now? Point I've read four. Three. Four? Yeah. I got a I got a I got a fun point for. Okay. Um Point number four, um, right now, just so you guys aren't shocked when my QB rankings come out right now, let's get to talk a little quarterback stuff. Right now, Joe Burrow is not in the top ten quarterbacks. He definitely needed to sit out. He did not need to be playing. Like, it must be getting a little bit better throughout the week. They needed him. They if he didn't play last night, they would have lost. Their season. Okay, would be that's over. fine. Start the year zero and four. I don't give a shit. They're, they're one and two, and they you know they he's not he could be resting. Their season was toast if he didn't play last night. Their season was toast if he didn't play last night. If they didn't oh, pick really? up a week three win, yeah. Their season was toast if they didn't win in week three against the Rams. Why? 0-3? How many teams make playoffs or no 0-3 star? Okay, but if you're 0-4 and then you can get a healthy, like, top three quarterback, top four quarterback. He's not going to win 10 of the last four They didn't deserve to win. They didn't play well enough to win last night. 
They're, he, that team is way better than the Rams. Joe Burrow looked awful last night, but he did enough to win. And if they had played Jake Browning or some other random white dude on the bench, they wouldn't have won. You don't know that. And still, if you're one in – okay, what happens if they go one in three? Is the season still not lost because they won in week three? Not a great start with how good that division is looking right now. I would rather go 0-4 and get a healthy Joe Burrow in week five than try to squeeze out two wins – in those first four weeks, and Joe Burrow's not getting rested, and he's not healing fully. That's what Jamar Chase said in preseason. He said he wanted him to sit out five weeks, but mm. I didn't even think he was going to play. I thought, wasn't that like a – wait, did you say you were going to bet me like $50,000 if he played? No, you didn't my tweet. On Saturday, Trevor tweeted, Joe Burrow is not going to play tomorrow. So I was like, I will bet you $50,000 Joe Burrow will not play tomorrow. And Trevor still never realized what I was saying. Because you said this on Saturday about Sunday, but Joe Burrow was playing on Monday, which you never got. I was in a different time zone, so fuck you. I was in Europe. You went to Europe for the weekend. Actually, I went to Korea, yeah. That's in Europe? No, I went to Europe and Korea, but when I texted you, I was in Korea. I'm sure that happens. Man. My, uh... I'm looking that at was my fence. Probably pretty rough. I'm looking also, really good on my Justin Fields bet. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Who'd you bet that with? Harry? It was with everybody. I had to buy a Justin Fields jersey. Uh, Trevor's a Herbert. That's I tough. think Herbert's gonna hit. Herbert's gonna hit Trevor unless something happens. What is? What was his? Was like four thousand yards and forty touchdowns or something. You said like thirty. He's a, he's already at a thousand yards in three games. It's just that's I don't one remember of what it was. Am I, I think it was touchdowns. Thirty-five touchdowns. It was. It was yards. everything. So it was. No, he just has to hit one. That yeah, was he the, just has to hit one. So which was, it was what? Justin Herbert. Complete 66% of passes. Fuck, that's what I said? Win yeah. the division. Well, Mike Williams is hurt. Okay. Right. Win the division or get 35 and a half touchdowns, or 36 touchdowns. He's at six and three games right now, so he's on pace for 34. I mean, it's 67. That's but, not, and Mike Williams just got hurt. Wide receiver two just got hurt. We're good. We're good. Jets defense are unhappy with Salah, supposedly. All right, I'll build on Zach's four because it kind of relates, kind of. But first, mini B. I had this is my point, but that's kind of my point. I hyped him up all offseason. I was let down because he looked like an ass monkey his first two weeks. Dude. Kenny Pickett. Okay. At least week three, he looked. That was the best he's looked. He wasn't that good, but he looked two touchdowns, no turnovers, and at least I saw he could at least be confident. So good job, Kenny. But my point is the best division in football is not the AFC East, we thought. It is the AFC North. The Browns have arguably the best defense in football. We'll see. Deshaun Watson in his best game probably is a Brown. Against, against the Titans, but still. The Ravens are always going to be good. Bengal, we know the Bengals will bounce back at some point, and that Steeler defense is going to keep them in conversation. Anyone could win this division. All these teams should be over 500, and this is going to be competitive down. I'm 
I would say the winner of this division is going to be the last week of the season. We'll find out who wins. Lamar looked good, man. Did he? No. Yes. What? He didn't. He looked look like good. he looked good. Yes, he did. I don't think he watched. Carrie, I watched the games. I was at the fucking bar with all the TVs on. <laughs> Lamar threw for two hundred yards. How much he rushed for? One hundred seventy-two touchdowns, brother. I don't know. Yeah, no, I do. Look. Lamar's been fine this year, but he hasn't been – I think Zach talked about it last week, but he really hasn't been the the guy we thought he'd be. We know what he is. He's a good quarterback. He's been top ten. He still he's is. Not, he's not great. Okay, how many great quarterbacks have there been this year? One, two. Oh, I don't know. He also – CJ Stroud. He had two fumbles as well. Two and CJ Stroud. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well I like kind of stems off of that, Kerry. My uh, point, and uh, that's that. This um, Browns offense has belonged to Nick Chubb for what the past six, seven years, whatever. But um, now that he's gone, and now that Deshaun Watson is the focal point, just as I predicted, we're about to see vintage and super explosive Deshaun Watson. Just wait. It's here. Just, he's just about wait. to explode. He's here. Just wait. Until what? The Titans have the worst secondary in the NFL. What? Really? Yeah. The Chargers Why? exist. <laughs> it's pretty close. Sean Murphy, Bunchman, Kevin Byard. It's not that bad. Hey, remember when, uh, remember when Carrie was saying, cooking. golly, the Titans are going to win this division because of their defense. Now they have the worst secondary in the NFL. They have a great front seven and a horrible secondary. Simmons is thick as fuck. Yeah, man, but I think, you know, Deshaun Watson, how he had to, like, make it all happen. I'm excited to see how Kareem Hunt looks, though, but how he thought all the pressure was on him in Houston because it was. I mean, if you can just go out there and just say, I got to make plays happen, I think we'll see it. Get ready. Explosive after explosive after explosive. So many counts of explosion. Yeah, that's my point for it. Also, Zach. Speaking of the Titans, Zach, yeah. I'm officially oh, – I think it's time for Will Levis in Tennessee. No, no, no. It's time for Malik Willis in Tennessee. Mm. Interesting. Tannehill. I'm still a Tannehill guy. I like Tannehill. But Tannehill, at this point in his career, he needs a good O-line around him to succeed. This Just Titans O-line sucks, and he's never – he's going to suck all season. There's that's no, why you go with the mobile guy. Tannehill's never going to do well there. If you replace Ryan Tannehill with Will Levis, you're replacing Ryan Tannehill with young Will Levis. Or you're replacing Ryan Tannehill with young Ryan Tannehill. This is mobile. Not nearly More as than... mobile as Malik Willis. Not even close. There's, Zach, there's not a lot of quarterbacks that are as mobile as Malik Willis. Well, that's what I'm saying. Go with the You also, also have to throw the ball, too, which is a problem for him. No, bro. He's fixed all that. It's He's on Whatever the it is, path that... now. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this Titans team sneaks eight or nine wins and sneaks the division at best. But this team probably isn't going anywhere. Wow, you lost a lot of faith real fast in your boys, Kerry. I did. I'm gonna but say that, I for one am appalled. But that team, <laughs> but that, but that division is so bad. You never know. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad right now. All right, point five, Zach. Point. I thought it was Trevor Stern. He's winning. Did he? My point number three? No, four. 
He was supporting the oh, yeah. rapist. Oh. He's not a rapist. Oh, that's right. That's what's... Yeah. I forgot. My bad. He just, forced, he just forced himself on people that didn't have consensual relations, but... Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly 29... Uh, okay. So, my point number five... He's never proven guilty. What? He's never proven guilty. He just settled. I hate the person you brought. America, bro. Okay. Um. Sorry, that I'm threw me way the truth, off. Gary. I'm just uh, speaking the truth. <laughs> Shut up. You're innocent until you're proven that, guilty. Is that right or wrong? That, that comment better put me a little bit safer at number two. You're now. a little bit safer now, Gary. <laughs> I'm just saying, innocent until proven guilty. Anyway. Uh, if you guys disagree, if you think... Trevor's uh, statements do not yeah. necessarily reflect the values here at Beerly. Like saying <laughs> Big Ben was an upstanding We gotta system. put a freaking statement out tomorrow, freaking yeah. 8 a.m. Yeah. Um, so my point number five. <sighs> Chicago Bears. Uh-oh. What are we gonna do with you? I'm gonna go back on a little speech, not 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 as long as my initial one with it did with the Jaguars, but I'm just gonna make a statement, and then I'm gonna explain why I make that statement. There are some teams, sometimes, that exist in the NFL. Cooks. That when you look at them, you have to wonder why the NFL doesn't go to a relegation system similar to that of European football because the Chicago bears might be one of the worst teams I've seen in a very long time. And unfortunately it comes down to one Justin Fields. You think so? I do. Are you guys hyped for the Justin? Are you guys hyped for the Broncos bears game this week? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Give me the Broncos. <laughs> I should have put that on Pick'em. Yeah. <laughs> we would have gotten Do a it. lot of angry Do messages. It. Like, why would I have to pick this stupid game? No it. Well, do we want to take one of the games or we just want to add it on and then... Take out the... Do you put Packers-Lions? No. 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 We've had two, two Lions already. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's not, not a big deal. Anyway. Justin Fields... You know, he said he was going to play more fluid this week. He was going to play more to his strengths this week. And that he was playing too robotic against the Bucks. And then we saw him play this week. And it was just the same thing. Now, I am never someone who's going to put the entire blame on Justin Fields. Obviously, there are coaching issues there. Because Justin Fields is an extremely talented player. The fact that this coaching scheme can't find a way to scheme him to look better than he has looked this season is frankly kind of the the worst thing ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. You go get him a wide receiver one in DJ Moore. And then you don't scheme any easy throws to DJ Moore for him. That being said, also Justin Fields seems to have trouble reading defenses. He also looks afraid to throw the ball, which, you know, as a guy who is supposed to be a quarterback, you got to – sometimes you just got to let the thing fly. 
And at this point, I'd rather him him go fuck it and throw it into double coverage than watch him stand there for 30 seconds with zero pass rush, look confused at what he's seeing in front of him, and then eventually run into a defensive tackle. Because it's fuck just it. hard to watch at this point. DJ Moore out there somewhere. I got a... Um, I actually wanted to talk to you guys about this. It was perfect that it reminded me of it. But I got a fantasy request today. I would be giving up Tony Pollard in Tutu Atwell, and I'd be receiving Brees Hall, DJ Moore, and Alexander Madison. I might have taken this after week one, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to hit the reject button on that. What do you guys think? I think that's a good idea. <laughs> reject that trade. Like... I just don't get how Fields keep getting passes. Like, for some reason, the media absolutely loves Justin Fields. And, like, if you read articles, it'll be like, oh, it's the O-line fault, it's coaching fault. It's never Fields' fault. But, like, There's when the certain... O-line actually does its job and he has yeah. 30 seconds There's... to throw, he can't find anybody? There's certain quarterbacks that just get, like, passes from the media, and it's weird. But he's yeah. definitely one of them. I have heard a lot of, like, doubts and, like, NFL, like, owners and whoever, coaches, say that he's, like, one of the most talented players in the NFL. He was in the top like, 100. For some reason. He was, a, he was like, I guess, like, 80. talent is one thing, but, like, actually playing the game is another. He's, like, I think 85. Now, top 100. Trevor Lawrence off to a slow start this year. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, <laughs> I think, said Justin Fields are – Justin Fields can throw the ball just as good as Trevor Lawrence, but Trevor Lawrence can't run the ball just as good as Justin Fields. That was at the beginning of the year when they were talking about the top 100 list. I remember that. Crazy. Justin Fields, what do you have on? Justin Fields is probably going to be like 30 or 30. I don't know how He's going to be down there. Last year it took him a few weeks to heat up, so like maybe again. No, but... He has not been this bad since his rookie year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's uh, probably uh, he's probably he's the best 30 receiver. or 31 for me. I, he's the best receiver he's ever had. Best O-line he's ever had. It is Caleb Williams' season, or Drake May, or Michael Penix. Tyler Van Dyke, maybe. Knowing the Bears, it'll be J.J. McCarthy or something. Knowing the Patriots, they're going to take Tyler Van Dyke in the second round. TVD. You could go that high. So yeah. I feel like there's so many quarterbacks that like they're between like the first round and the fifth round. Yeah. I originally saw like Van Dyke in like the low first round, but I feel like he's all. It depends on how the rest of the season goes. He's playing well so far. That's true. All right, my fifth point. But I just don't. Actually, let me let me bring up a stat before I talk about this. Okay. Obviously, quarterback A is better than quarterback B. If I and this is cherry picking the stats. I'm not pulling up all of them. Um, obviously, A is better, but I'm just going to bring you up the numbers. Quarterback A, 100 rushing yards, 640 passing, and three touchdowns, three picks, right? Yeah. Quarterback B, 109 rushing, 526 passing, three touchdowns, four picks. So quarterback B has 10 more rushing yards. Quarterback A has 110 more passing and one less interceptions and same amount of passing touchdowns. Okay. Quarterback A is Jalen Hurts. Quarterback B is Justin Fields. Jalen Hurts is having an awful year, and he's just carried no, by his running and his defense. No, he's not. 
You watched him in person yesterday. He has like two good throws a game, and that's all he does. He's looked awful this no, year. No, he looks fine. He looked fine. This goes back to my Brock Purdy point. <laughs> Anyone would be successful in the Eagles' offense. Anyone would be successful in San Francisco's offense. Zach, I think a couple weeks ago you said there's only like one or two other quarterbacks that you would put that would succeed in the Eagles' offense because they have to run. Um, yeah, no, I don't think that. it was one or yeah. two. I don't think it was one or two. Fields would do just as well as Shield Hurts would. I don't know. Quote me on that, Trevor. Put me on a quote. I Justin Fields would do as well as Jim Hurts. Lamar Jackson would outplay him immensely. I agree. Daniel Jones would probably do around the same. Hurts maybe a little better, but I do not. Daniel Jim Jones, Hurts, dude. Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. I'm not saying he's awful. I'm saying he's top 10. I'm just saying he's. people think he's the top quarterback in the NFL. He's elite. He leads his team. I'm saying this is the team. This is not him. Same thing with Purdy. How can you tell? Purdy, I have him alone. I have him in like 11, 12, maybe nine or ten. Purdy's, I think, a good quarterback, but Purdy is also very affected by by the number of crazy good skill players he's got around him. I mean, what are you gonna hate on him for having good weapons around him? No, I mean, I'm just saying that. Like, you just did. You just did that for Jalen Hurts. You just <laughs> hated on, dude. Oh, Carrie, who did you vote for? He wins. <laughs> I didn't vote. Did you not listen? I just said the same thing about Hurts and Purdy. The difference is people say Purdy, oh, he's by a system. Oh, he's tough. He's not that good, whatever. And, yeah, he's he's good. He's not great. But he's perfect for that system. Jalen Hurts is perfect for the Eagles system. But he's not elite. People act okay. like he's – Okay. That's so my there's problem. no reason – Kerry, there is no reason that Brock Purdy shouldn't finish second in MVP this year if it's the same thing. He should. Brock okay. Purdy's in a much okay. better year than Jalen Hurts. Okay. Just look at the numbers. Look at everything. Numbers. I don't do that. I watch football. Obviously, you don't. So, Kerry. <laughs> okay. I literally watched him last Next night. Next time I see you, I'm going to videotape you of the amount of football you actually watch. And play it back all over this podcast. and Do we'll it on Twitter. We don't have the last... time on this podcast. We already go too long. No. <laughs> the amount of time he actually watches football, that might not even be as long as this episode. That is insane. I watched so I probably watched more football this year than you. Yeah. You think of that. All right. All what's right. your last picture? Actually, I knew this was going to come up. Look at this picture. <laughs> I'm glad you took a picture. <laughs> That's me watching football, buddy. Explain that. <laughs> that was a week ago. Travis Scott going to watch ball? Explain that. I'd hope you'd what watch ball. Playing? Vikings, Vikings and Eagles. You even show a picture from last week. This... I can. I'll show you a picture of Jalen Hurts this week. Trevor, uh, what's your fifth point? My fifth point is real gentle, uh, just to sign off in a nice way. Okay. Um, I got nothing bad to say about Red Zone. I understand why so many people are in love with Red Zone. But when 1 p.m. Eastern rolls around this Sunday, what happened to my camera? I don't know. It stopped working. When 1 p.m. Eastern rolls around this Sunday, get you a TV. Get around a TV that has Dolphins and Bills. 
Just do it. Trust me. You're going to want to watch that game. I'm going to have it on. Whether you got to put it on your phone, there's so many illegal streaming websites that are very useful and very good quality nowadays. The money, it doesn't matter about money. Get it on your laptop. You stream East, you strike out, use buff streams, something. Come on. You got to watch that game. Okay. Must see TV. Two words. Tua and Allen. Must see That's TV. That's three words. <laughs> yeah. What? That's three words, bud. Okay. Tua, Allen, must see TV. Proud of you, bud. That's five words. <laughs> what is it, Matt? How many words do I have to say it in? You, you said, said two. You said two words. And then you go, Tua and Allen. I didn't say two words. Yes, you yes, did. Yes, you did. Two words. Tua okay, and okay, Allen. Okay. okay and then, here, you went, two and then you went two words. Tua, Allen, must see TV. <laughs> All right. Two, two words. Tua and Allen. Bring <laughs> you moron. Just give it up, bro. Just give it up. Say Tua Allen. Tua I still don't Allen. have Trevor's camera back on, but it's fine. Nobody wants to see his face anyway. Yeah, that's true. I took all my clothes. All right, ready for rapid fire? Yeah, let's go rapid fire. Do you know what? For the first time in like literally football history, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to go backwards in time and go to the most recent tweets. Okay. Because why not? We live in a society. Exactly. Back right. in time to the more recent tweets. True Back. or false? You got to dock him for that. <laughs> True or false? Mitch Trubisky is better than Justin Fields. As a bear. As a bear, he As was. As a bear, yeah. True? Yeah. Who's the best head coach in the AFC North right now? This is Mike Tomlin. AFC North? Zach Taylor, Stefanski, Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. Super Bowl. I like Harbaugh. I like Harbaugh. It's probably Tom. Which, which wide receiver will have more receiving yards this season? Tyreek or Jake or JJ? Probably Tyreek. Tyreek Hill, I told you guys. 2,000 yards. You guys laughed JJ. at me. Is Brock Purdy a system quarterback? Yes. No. No. Yes, He's and he elite. fits, that, fits that system perfectly. You can steal one player from the Ravens. Who are you taking? Lamar. From the Ravens? I'm taking the Raven. I'm taking the Raven. Uh, I have no idea. Justin Tucker, bro? No, Mark he's ass, bro. He should have won the game. Mark Andrews, Roquan Smith. Evan McPherson's better. Tyler Linderbaum? Maybe Linderbaum, I guess. I don't know. Linderbaum plays for the Ravens? Yeah. The offensive lineman? The center? Yeah. I guess that's the Falcons. Oh, that's Lindstrom. He's getting rid of Brandon Sheriff. Honestly, fuck that guy. (laughs) Should should Cam Newton be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Shadow Countess. Absolutely. Shadow stole his tweet like 10 minutes after. Who? Actually, no. Who stole his tweet? Some account with like a ton of followers that. that stole his tweet like 10 minutes later. Should sue him. Should. NFL trade rumors, we're coming for you. All right. Well, who's the worst head coach in the history of your favorite team? Oh, that's easy. Urban Meyer. Yeah, it's not. It's Raheem not Morris was bad. Greg Schiano was pretty bad. One of them. I'd say Pete Carroll. Huh? 
Would you want Shadir Sanders as your favorite NFL team's quarterback next year? For the Bucks? No. no. Trevor? Yeah, for the Bucks, yeah. Trigger this fan base in one sentence, the Cleveland Browns. The quarterback should be in jail. Gab Gowdy is mine. <laughs> because of you, the AFC North now has gone 17 years straight with a sexual predator at playing the quarterback position. That's crazy. Name a former Notre Dame football player. Liam Eichenberg. Kyle Hamilton. Shout out to Kyle Hamilton. Three sacks Golden in the first half. Tate. I like him, dude. His highlights are crazy. <laughs> I was watching those the other day. All right. Who's your way too early pick to win the Heisman Trophy this year? Um, The Heisman? Caleb. Bo Nix, baby. Should be okay, Caleb. You know, he's Bo Nix, the freaking guy that couldn't hit the bronze side of a barn at this freshman year at Auburn, has the completion percentage record at Oregon. It's like 70.7. How is he 23? The guy's been around for like I'm a little surprised that it's not higher than that, an all-time college football record at a big school. I'm surprised somebody never went for like 71 or 72 or something, 73. Heisman? Bo Nix at Auburn. TVD. It would be cool to see Peanut win it, but I think... Call it now. Name a player that will have a monster game this upcoming weekend. I'm just going to say on a hope hope and a prayer, I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) I'm going to say Justin Fields bounces back against an awful Broncos defense. Mm. I'm going to say that's bad. I'm going to say Anthony Richardson runs over Aaron Donald. Is he even playing? Uh, whether he's playing or not. He's going to hit him in his car. Yeah. True or false, the Dolphins have the best offense in the NFL. True. True. It's either them or the Eagles. <laughs> Hell are you talking about? You can't stop the Eagles' offense. All right. Go ahead, Kerry. Next one. I'm not even going to address it. I hate this, man. Is Justin Fields a bust? Yes. Yeah. Not yet. Five Start one three ain't good though, man. Start one, bench one, cut one. Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. Start one, bench one. What? Start one, bench one, cut one. Lance, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. I am cutting Zach Wilson, benching Fields, starting Lance. I guess. I'm starting Fields, benching Lance, cutting Pookie so me and him can hang out. <laughs> um, right with Kerry. Is Jimmy G underrated? I know Zach's answer. No. Yes. Why? 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 What makes him underrated? What's his underrated trait? What do? What are people not rating him highly enough about? Life. All right. Can't argue with that. <laughs> what NFL team is the least success with drafting quarterbacks? Yeah, like the Browns, Washington, Chicago, the Jets. It's gotta be the Browns. It's gotta be the Browns. It's gotta be the Browns. Name the last good Bears quarterback, bro. It, uh, the Browns have had more shots at it, though. I mean, they just Why had... Why RG3? That's it. And Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah. So I say there's like two the good examples from, like, the last... In the, from the same draft. They but got... they only had RG3 for a while. RG3 was a bust. Whoa, no, he wasn't. He got hurt. He was not he a bust. Won, he was that's fired. still a bust. He 
No, it's not. Year, it's not a bus you get yes, hurt. Yes, it is. It's not yes, a bus if you get hurt. No way. Yes, it is. You're not a bust if you get hurt. Yes, it is. It's a wasted pick. No, because he was fired before that. He tore his ACL. He tore up his knee. You're not a bust if you get hurt. Yes, it is. You're a bust should if the, you suck. Should the Jets trade for Kirk Cousins? Yes. I don't think they could afford to. I'll say yeah. Fuck it. Will the Eagles return to the Super Bowl this season? No. Nope. Can you tweet that? Are you a bust if your career ends due to injury and then put a picture of RG3? Sure, man. Thanks. Um, what was the question? No, the Eagles will, won't return. Will the Eagles Super return to the Super Bowl? No. Uh, as of right now, yeah. Jalen Hurts or Pete Kong Kaepernick? It is easily Kaepernick. Kaepernick would do much better than Hurts does in this Eagles offense. I'll say it's probably Pete Cap. Cap. Everyone's just racist. Also, everyone's definitely biased with their age. All right, and the last one. Who will be the first head coach to get fired this season? Please let it be Brand Staley. Please. I don't know what voodoo magic he's done to keep his job up to this point, but that's why I don't think he's going to be the first one fired. Um, McDaniel? Honestly, I could see it being... I could see it being Eberflus in Chicago. See it. I'm going to co-sign that. I like that. Because, I mean, the the way the Bears fans are talking on Twitter, it's... It's a rough day to be not, They're not getting the pitchforks out. They're out. They're, oh, marked, they're already on their way to Soldier Field. Imagine... <laughs> well, did you see what happened to the Bears last week? The, the D.C. was looking at uh, some inappropriate stuff. Somebody, yeah, broke into, somebody broke into their stadium and stole a bunch of equipment. Yeah. Imagine if they get, I think the GM get, and the head coach will be gone before this year's up. Imagine if they get blown out by the Broncos. How bad. The Broncos drop 50 on them. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> you think it's bad now? <laughs> I think, actually, there might be a they, they might burn Soldier Field to the ground if if That'd the Broncos beat them by 50. Only Nathan Kuhn But follow us on Twitter, Billy Football, see all those tweets before we talk about them on the show. Just That's be like, it. what um, would be worse, January 6th or if the Bears – never mind. Don't tweet that. <laughs> Alrighty. Is there anything you guys want to plug before we head out? Yeah, man. Fuck. I meant to do it at the beginning of our podcast, but – um. In the Beerly fam, Beerly hockey, the hockey season's about to start, the NHL season, and they're putting in a ton of work over there, putting out some blogs, putting out some really entertaining episodes. So they're really excited for the season, which is coming back in, I think, like 20 days or something. So if you're a hockey fan or if you want to get into the NHL at all, um, it's just as physical as football, low-key. But uh, everybody runs, everybody moves at the same speed. But um, So, yeah, shout-out to them. They're Beerly hockey. But uh, I'm Beerly Trev Scott. I'll see you guys next week. Carrie, you want to plug anything? On Twitter, Billy Carrie, I will slam Mac Jones and Jalen Hurts all day long. And give you winning props if you want that. I'm two for my last two. Follow our uh, He loves slamming men, that. guys. If you want to watch him slam men. I love slamming men on Tuesday night. You can follow him on X at <laughs> Billy Carrie. Uh, and uh, the Ryder Cup's coming up. Probably the biggest event in golf. Uh, Team USA versus Team Europe take 
each other on in Rome this week. Uh, me and my brother Zane talk about it on the Beerly Out of Bounds podcast, the golf podcast. But uh, you can check us out there. Uh, and then also follow me, Zach Shadamas, at Beerly Zach on Twitter if you want to know what happens before it does. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. If you're watching on YouTube and you're on the go, make sure you tune us in on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, anywhere you can find your podcast. And if you're listening to us and you want to see our beautiful faces, check us out on YouTube at Beerly, it's, it's Beerly Sports. It's Beerly Sports. Put Beerly Sports in the search tab and you'll find us there. All right. We will see you guys next week after another exciting weekend of NFL action. Thank you.